0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com weight loss.
2: This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs.
1: And welcome to the first of our H and J Weekly Podcasts, a oh, yes. bumper compendium <laughs> of the best of this week on the show.
2: That's right.
1: Well, we've covered some ground, as you can imagine. We tend to cover quite a lot of ground over three hours, never (laughs) mind uh, sort of six days. Yes. So so some of the things you can expect to hear uh, over the uh, next... Three or four days of this pot? No, of course not. It's not that long. Don't <laughs> worry. It's, it's bite-size, but there's plenty of it. Um, Andy, bite, that is. Andy has found uh, a very novel way of producing his own IPL-style Nehru jacket.
2: That's, that'll be good, won't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm. Um, it, we've also got Andy wasting police time, so uh, stay tuned <laughs> for that. And you'll also discover why the former uh, England rugby player, Gareth Chilcott. He's a big fan of Swansea City.
2: That's very true. Yeah.
1: Plus, uh, what we hope is a very interesting chat with Terry Butcher and Gabriel Clark, uh, talking about the late great Sir Bobby Robson. A new film yeah. uh, about the uh, about the former yeah, it was England a nice manager.
2: Reaction to that interview, people seem to really enjoy. it, because yeah. Bobby Robson so loved, of course. And uh, and Andy Smart, who's always fun to play with, and uh, he came in and, on uh, Bank Holiday Monday. He so certainly
1: he letter, did. So but that's right. just some of the things you can expect in the first of our new weekly uh, podcast. So enjoy. It's uh, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talks More, comedy store player, uh, ball runner, cheese chaser, um, oh he's done, Farnborough fan, Andy Smart is with us in the mm. studio, and um, Craig has told us, Andy was telling us, uh, what were you offered in the Winchester? A Rolex watch. Rolex watch, you mm. want to buy a Rolex in uh, Winchester services. Um, like Andy, I was accosted in service station car park. says Craig. I was at some services on the M6 near Cov, and as I got out of my car, a white van pulled up, and the guy said, do you want to buy a 42-inch flat-screen TV? (laughs) (laughs) He had a van full, apparently. I I remember once up in the city, walking to work many years ago, around St. Paul's walking into the studios. Um, guy said, uh, "Excuse me," he said. Um, yeah, we we're, we're jewellers. We're both jewellers, and uh, we've had to go into liquidation, but we still have some stock left that we want to <laughs> sell. And they were doing quite a flash car, like a, a fairly new Beamer. So it yeah. looked, and they were all in suits, and it looked quite legit. But you can imagine, like scraping the gold <laughs> off the watches <laughs> and the rings. But now, sometimes no. they have a story. Sometimes they don't even bother having a story. No. I was offered fifteen packets of ham and a box of dates in a pub <laughs> toilet.
2: What's <laughs> oh, so hygienic? <laughs> <laughs> Love, I always want to be off for food in the toilet. Says <laughs> yeah. uh, William. You, you, says yeah. William. <laughs> it's what so you need after 15 <laughs> packets
1: of <laughs> ham a <laughs> box of dates. You're scared <laughs>
3: True. keep you going yeah.
1: well, I wonder if William said well I'll have the dates I don't want the hand and the bloke said well, um, uh, there goes a job lot mate you buy both you don't get any of it so uh, I'm not splitting I'm not splitting the sale <laughs> so keep them coming unlikely things mm. uh, you've been someone's tried to sell you in very unlikely places talksport.com text 81089 tweet TSHNJ uh, yeah. Jonathan Bills has mm. been in touch oh, yeah. um, a Games Master <laughs> and uh, a match day reporter for Sky Ipswich fan uh, the M25 services. A bloke said he was on his way back from an exhibition and had some unsold leather jackets and watches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that what, natural was, combination. Yeah, what was
1: this exhibition? Is that that fantastic um, NEC exhibition <laughs> yeah. of watches and yeah. Yeah. jackets? The Fonds <laughs> exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> So I do a look, yeah, that's right, yeah, Gerald Ratner as the Fonz. So I do a look in the boot of his car. <laughs> yeah. The leather jacket looked like it was made out of bin liners. <laughs> <laughs> and the watch was a fake ladies Cartier. Needless to say, he said, I bought both. No, he said, needless to say, <laughs> no transaction took place, says Jonathan Bills. Well, Very I'd like to think it. either way would I like, way, the little, I like these stories that they come up with. Yeah, really. that's right. It's fantastic. I was once offered a smart TV in Farm Foods car park in uh, <laughs> Sturkley in Birmingham, says Matt the Goon. I uh, pulled into my local Doctor's car park and some that was from yeah that was Matt the Governor. Uh Doctor's car park and some guy walked up and asked me if I wanted to buy an HD TV. <laughs> well he said, well I don't know. I mean I may not need one. I go to the doctor's first. <laughs> see, I'll let you I, know. I'll see what the blood test said. Uh, Callum in Loughborough says I was on the services on the A1 and a man jumped out of his pickup truck while I was filling up and tried to sell me a generator and some pro kitchen knives. <laughs> What a Great. combo. It's the randomness. The combo. The randomness so... of what these people have got. The thing is, they, the story doesn't work. I mean, if he says, look, oh, I've got a generator, to spare, do you interest in a generator? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, you might. That's well, the... What would you do
2: with a generator? <laughs> I know. You could are have he, your indoor he, barbecue. Or, he, or his outdoor burger store. Outdoor burger <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put some <laughs> lights up. <laughs> i run it at night. So keep these coming. These are very good I'll listeners for a, for a Bank
1: Holiday good. Monday. Thank you ever so much for taking yeah. the time. I so let me just let people know. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to TSH and J. Some of the unlikely things you've been offered in the unlikely list of places.
2: Now, I know you're an expert, Andy, on uh, lower league football following Farnborough, but uh, <laughs> I was fascinated to see that the final, the South Divi- Southern Division final of the Bostick playoff oh, yeah. was between Corinthian casuals and Walton casuals. I don't know what the attitude was like towards the, the <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> time's kick-off? Well, I don't know. <laughs> up to Whenever you really. turn up. Oh, yeah, about 20 past three, half-three, I don't
3: mind. Yeah. Did do the, do the, do the Corinthian casuals still refuse to take a penalty? if they awarded a penalty. I think they still do. We've, we've had some, <laughs> yeah, some dealings with the some They with the penalty casual. shootout. They wouldn't take any of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, they no, do. no, they took the penalty. Yeah, no, it uh, was penalties, wasn't I yeah, it? I think yeah, if Walton, they feel it's Walton not deserved. Warton won 4-2 on penalties, so, oh, they, right. they, must have so they have to take penalties in, in that case. In the end, you've got to get over that. Fantastic.
1: I was once offered an industrial power drill whilst at a gig at the Barrowland, says Derek. I mean you can't take that to the royal wedding either.
2: <laughs> oh no, the royal wedding. Now is, i found a cutting that was left over from last week. Oh, yeah. Well, it must be one of mine. No be it. Yeah. Uh, this is the close family of Meghan Markle are furious after they've been left off the guest list, but her dog's vet has been invited. Wow. I mean, I suppose you could understand the family being quite upset about that. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. I'd well, you know, you know, love to s- not so many vet bills. That's true. Two cor <laughs> two, corvi- two convicted two convicted frau- two corvics. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit of trouble that. Long, that and, <laughs> <laughs> and the Galipagos Island. Yeah. <laughs> not they are. Yeah, <laughs> two, two convicted fraudsters. Yeah, have set up a company called Megan and Harry Limited. This is wow. amazing, really. And you know, sort of Meg Har Limited. That's what you normally do. Take a bit yeah. of the and, and a website, a couple really. of bricklayers. Yeah. But obviously hoping to cash in on the royal wedding, but yeah. there you go. So you, you've been invited, Andy Smart? You, no, you, You're no, not going?
3: No, no, I won't be going. No, I'll, I'll actually be in um, in China. So, oh, okay. blimey. I mean, you it's going to be
1: difficult. To you're not a royalist then, are you? Clearly, <laughs> you're getting that far. You're doing some gigs over there. Yeah, right? yeah,
3: we're doing uh, Hong Kong, Shenzhen and uh, Shanghai. Have you been
1: asked We're, to do any uh, Meghan and Harry improv? Uh, Andy's uh, from the comedy <laughs> store, players and uh, no, people so, shout stuff out from the audience. Don't luckily,
3: they? no, we, nothing. <laughs> we, well, we do say we don't do impressions, so that's, that, that's probably why. But we, I'm sure as the royal wedding approaches, we'll get a few. Yeah. A few
2: Windsor castles. Um, it's so random, your life, really, because you, you. It is, tweets. yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 And you said, "When well, are you going to get a proper job?" <laughs> yeah, you said, "What you were last night?" It was a quite amazing. It was a three or four. Different oh yeah, I was uh, I was a Hungarian uh, lumberjack. Yeah.
3: Uh, then I was, um, uh, what else was I? Oh, there, then I was a, a, a husband taking his wife to Anne Summers' sex shop, and then I was. <laughs> um, well, I think
4: yeah, I'm not quite sure
3: it was that. I think it's it's a clothes shop, really. <laughs> If anyone's listening, yeah, yeah. any of the West Ham board are listening to and then, uh, and then I got to be Cary Grant for four minutes, which was an absolute joy. Oh, so you do do impressions? <laughs> well, sometimes <laughs> I do. I don't know, you know. It's not that often, but occasionally we do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's from the Gallipher, gotcha. <laughs>
2: Oh, the sound of that. no idea who that was. And now Andy doesn't do
3: impressions. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. From his mouth. I don't know who that was. Andy Andy, You Jacobs. made a
2: mistake. You see what I do when I do an impersonation. It's always I, the same one. A it's always the same one and B I'm very careful to say the name. So for example i go John Gwen So you know it's John Gwen because I'm saying his name. Do you want to
1: hear um, uh, Andy Jacobs now? Claude Puel just in time yeah, for him yeah, to yeah. probably get the sack at the end yeah, of the season. Shame. I thought I'd better. You know, Andy's trying to master strike him. while the I, iron's hot. I hop. wasn't sure. This is uh, Claude Puel. No, I quite uh, liked it.
2: Cluzo goes. I think went a bit. Alan Hanson did the end, well, we'll find out. Let's yeah. have a listen. It was a tough game, uh, of
1: course, uh, for us. Yeah. It, it was
2: a tough game
1: oh. <laughs> oh, for
4: girls for
1: French Mr Kipling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <We> started this <laughs> game, uh, <laughs> It is a bird. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because of confidence. Because a lot of young players play it. <laughs> yeah. LMA <laughs> <laughs> <Hell laughs> yeah manager? <laughs> I'm not sure about Claude Puel there, Andy. Yes, he went a bit off. (laughs)
1: Did he he do any others? Did he do any others? Yeah, so
2: did the Um, usual. We've got uh, the usual, haven't we? Paul Lambert and it segues into Roy Hodgson. Paul Lambert
1: segues into Roy Hodgson. Yeah, okay.
2: The producers split them up. Oh, I'm glad he's a bit long. Yeah, okay. Let's have a little bit of Paul Lambert. Here we are
1: from the weekend
4: can't ask for more, if, if ask more than right? effort yeah. for, what I can't ask more effort. It's basically playing, the same boy. <laughs> <laughs> he position just sounds like, like
2: himself. He's <laughs> got to be in the second half. I, I can't can ask any more from
3: that.
2: I'll give you everything today, yeah. Rubbish. Next. To, you know, 15 next games next. or 15 That'll games. Do. Yeah. That'll do. Yeah, yeah, let's have a, a bit of Roy Hodgson, then. You
1: can do Roy Hodgson.
2: Oh, well. I don't actually compare to Roy. You think you've I lost think I sound, it? I don't think I sound anything like <laughs> it. Oh, OK, really? After all these years. <laughs> no, OK, no. let's see. Roy Hodgson and Andy, <laughs> <laughs> Andy <laughs> Jacobson.
4: Well, you know, why not stand up to the pressure? both we did in the second well, half and get a victory. Yeah. Although I feel very sorry. Very right, you know right, yeah. sorry, <laughs> yeah. But it's not well us that have put them down. No, of course no. You're right, really you don't sorry. say anything like <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> thought that was a brilliant <laughs> impression. Did you have a go, by Grant. That's true. All
1: these years, I think that was a brilliant impression. That'll do. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, good um, fun. This Andy 1867 yeah. mm-hmm. says a bloke from, uh, uh, G- um, where was it? The Gallipagos <laughs> Island
5: <laughs> tried to sell me an 186 year old breeding tortoise
2: yesterday. <laughs> Beautifully dumb.
3: Very good. Very
1: good.
5: Hawksby and Jacobs Weekly from Talk Sport.
1: So Andy, um, mm. yeah, um, potential, it's interesting, the, the question has been asked of uh, Antonio Conte, as Joe is just saying, is this your last game in charge of Chelsea? And
2: obviously straight batted it, and we'll hear from What's him. What's he supposed to say, though? Well, no, it's a stupid I, I, Jim, question. no, it's not a stupid question. It is. Because it's, you, you w- might what, winkle he, out something else he, from him. He's probably going to winkle anything out. What's he supposed to say? Yes, yeah, so it probably is my last game, and uh, I couldn't care less what happens with the players. And, no, but no, so but far. no,
1: no, that's, you know, there's sometimes often, going can often, often be at, all managers, there's a subtext in what they say. So we could have gone on and said, well, that's up to the owner. I haven't spoken mm. to him yet. So mm. suddenly that's a story he hasn't spoken to. You know, there is, sometimes a direct question can build a bit of subtext. I don't see any problem with asking that question outright. Mm, but points. anyway. But, <laughs> yeah, um, apart from that. Yeah. At the moment, um, of course, Sari has uh, been mentioned in Napoli. Mm. They're he's had enough of his time at uh, there and he's ordered all his backroom team to improve their English. And there was a bit of a feeling he couldn't speak English, but No, he does. Uh, Yeah, he lived in London uh, for a while. He was a Uh, banker. He was a banker, that's right, yeah. And um, before he turned to coaching, it's like Mark Mm. Warburton. It's all the same, isn't it? That that switch between high-level banking and football management. You know,
2: I mean, a lot of people are saying, well, he's never won anything. And, you know, Chelsea fans love to write people off before they've even started. But, Mm. you know, he's done a good job at Napoli. I think a different approach would be interesting, an approach where, you know, they used... Some of the young players that they've got and played in a slightly different style. Obviously, mm-hmm. you want them to be successful, but you know we have had four years of kind of counter attack and good defence. Yes, it's it's proved very successful, so I'm not I'm not complaining. But sometimes, you know, the football could be of a different type. Yeah. Um, it's interesting Vincent Tan the owner of Cardiff has finally admitted that he
1: he made a mistake by trying to change the colour of the shirt. yeah brilliant isn't it (laughs) yeah he he actually says I made a mistake by changing the colour I reverted it back to to blue and Mm. rectified it there will be no more tinkering with the colours you could understand you know you spend all this money on something and you maybe don't understand maybe the the landscape and the traditions Mm. and you come in you think well this is good for me I own this now and they'll buy into it All, all I really need to do is say culturally Red's important for me, and so that's what we're going to yeah, do. But all these football clubs have been there for over 100 exactly, years. You exactly. are
2: just the custodian. You Indeed. buy that right to be the custodian. You can't just do that. You certainly can. I think you realise that, that. But I think, yeah, and maybe that's a bit of a, a warning
1: to others that may come in and buy football clubs and, you know. Tinker with mm. some stuff and improve some stuff, but don't sure. change the fundamentals. because the, colours, the fans won't Or stay. the team name. No, or the when, badge. Not when they're called the Bluebirds. I mean, there is. A, there was a bit of a clue there for old Vincent, wasn't there? really Not great, really. There was it? a clue. You know, you can have
2: a bet on the weather for the royal wedding.
1: Really? Oh yeah. Oh, well, you got it, blimey, You got it bad if you're lumping on that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Really. Can you imagine sitting there sweating that morning. Everybody <laughs> saying, Oh, it's going to be a great day, it's cup final day, royal wedding, the sun's out, the <laughs> barbecue out, and the black. It's got to start raining. <laughs> Otherwise, that's it. <laughs> I've just flogged a car. <laughs> gotta start raining the next two hours. Otherwise, I'm, I've done me money. It's you don't want to be spending
2: yeah. your day like that, do you? Really? Ed? No, not, not really. No. You got it bad if you do that. I don't think it's right, really. Anything else? Um, yes, a lot of royal wedding stuff about. Uh, apparently, the. Uh, the there's a new film about Harry and it's going to be on American TV oh, yeah. Harry and Meghan a royal romance due to be aired on the Lifetime channel Oh ah, yeah I was hoping you'd say how that how terrible that's going to be American actress Parisa Fitzhenley plays Meghan Scottish actor Murray Fraser as Harry uh, the press conference uh, the film's director said what I've heard is the Palace are seriously worried about the sex scenes. I'm, I shouldn't even they really give a damn about any of it, really. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of uh,
1: Parisa Fitzhenley. Does she look do anything like her? Yeah, I, I, I think once the makeup's on, they can, they can do a <laughs> job there. <laughs> really? Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, she will be transformed uh, into Meghan Markle for them. You'll be watching, will you, Andy?
2: Yeah, well, I'll try to, because yeah. obviously they've got the cup final, so you know. And, uh... Oh, yeah, you're going <laughs> to. <laughs> You've been watching, watching it on your phone, were you? Well, from, no, because I think the cup final's were... at 12, yeah. and uh, the... Sorry, the... Cup final's the, not... Yeah, the wedding's, <laughs> the weddings yeah. at 12, and the cup final's... You get sorry there to, early, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I, when I went with my dad in 1964, we were the first people in the stadium. The first people? First people. West Ham versus Preston. My dad was a stickler for being on time. <laughs> I mean, that's on time, <laughs> no. and there's
1: four hours early. Well,
2: you know, because in those days you could park outside the stadium, so you, so you wanted to get no, there. What, no yellow lines or anything. No, no, no. Just a few full model Just tees. A bloke walking in front of the car with a flag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so basically,
2: did you sort of? You no. could you
1: could park on the running track, couldn't you? You could park. So you make an early you could, getaway. You could
2: park in the stadium. You could park. I think we might have even parked in the car park. Oh, yeah, I can't wow. remember exactly, but that uh, costs about fifty quid now. On the oh day. yeah. Once lost, I once lost my car at Wembley Car Park that was bad, coming out of the stadium. I lost get, it? He had to uh, flag down a policeman who sort of drove around on his bike looking for the car. I couldn't remember where I put it. It's mad, isn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is why we do Don't <laughs> Ask Me every week. Anyway, you I do remember, remember 1964, park. first people in the ground. It was well, great. What about that? Great. fantastic. Great moment.
1: You know the idea the manpower the police had then to spend <laughs> like an hour <laughs> wasting their time on you riding around on a bike trying to find your lost car. <laughs>
4: Yeah, Sadly, was,
1: we don't have those numbers anymore, we met. <laughs> <laughs> Dear me, I know what a waste of police time that was. Andy, <laughs> Jake, send him the bill. That would have been outrage, Twitter outrage. Let's do it now. Let's have some Twitter outrage. Hashtag, send him the bill. <laughs> Get on the Cressida, Dick. Get him the sack. Send him the receipt. You've got to get me the sack. Wasting that That's poor. That's the modern copper. Twitter thing. It's probably sent home. He nice said I remember that day. It was Andy Jacobs, wasn't it? It's probably <laughs> in his seventies. There, He's sitting there in his garden in his conservatory, listening to this. I remember doing that an hour of my time. There was burglaries going on. All sorts. That's right,
5: yeah. Listen to the Hawksby and Jacobs show live every Monday to Friday afternoon from 1. Broadcasting across the UK on DAB Digital Radio, online at TalkSport.com or via the TalkSport app.
1: Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Uh, Gabriel Clark has made uh, Bobby Robson more than <coughs> a manager. Terry Butcher. Uh, Features in it, of course, played under Bobby for England and for Ipswich. And, uh, Terry, uh, Gazza features her, and you you touch on their relationship. Um, It's very interesting. I mean, obviously, Gazza is very moving the way he speaks about him and the way that he kind of clearly cared so much about him, Bobby Robson. Um, And When you kind of saw that, when Gazza first got in the squad and started to play ahead of Italia 90, could you kind of
6: sense there was a bit of a bond between them? Yeah, very much so. I think Bobby wanted to protect him. I think he he wanted to take him under his wing and, and make sure that he he fulfilled his potential. Um, he knew exactly what he was going to do with him. He wasn't going to put him in straight away. He's just going to be careful with his progress into the national team because I think he saw or foresaw the, the headlines and all that. So he, he wanted to be careful and, and protect this this rare talent. Uh, and he did that very well. Um, before the tournament in 1990, we played Czechoslovakia at Wembley, won 4-2. Gaza scored a couple, I think, set one up or two up. and He was full of himself and all that sort of thing. But Bobby brought him right down to earth after the game. And... He wasn't selected. He was selected for the World Cup, but he wasn't selected for the first game. Um, and I think Gaza was champion at the bit. And then, of course, he came on again. Oh, he started against uh, Holland, yeah. Uh, and then played every game after that, apart from obviously the third and fourth place. But you know, he was he was fiercely protective of him, and I think they both cared for each other. Mm. Not so much one cared for the they yeah. cared for each other because they're like kindred spirits in many respects, from the same area. Uh, Bobby obviously understood Gaza's background, and, and vice versa. So there was a lot of mutual respect mm. there so that that helped enormously because Bobby let him do one or two things you know he, he liked to drink he liked the little Baileys and his coffee when we got to the team hotel in Italy and things like this and he, Bobby would turn a blind eye turn a blind eye to one or two things but there's no doubt he would have had a quiet word in his ear just to Rain it in a little bit and just be careful you're, you're representing England
2: he must have been good at building teams and building spirit because I was saying to you just off air the, the 1981 team Alan often refers to it in the morning I mean you were a special group weren't you that team was an amazing team for yeah, but Ipswich he, fans today you know. The, but he,
6: he assembled that, that squad and in, in you know, had success in 81 but remember that squad was in 78 when, when they beat Arsenal 40 years ago last Sunday he dismantled the team he changed the, the actual system for the final the week of the final uh, didn't really work on it So went, went to four three three, Won the FA Cup And then straight away Dismantled the team Brian Talbot was sold to Arsenal Brought in Arnold Muir and Franz Tyson Changed the whole concept of the club Philosophy And it was built Alan and Paul Mauna up front Eric Gates just in behind it was That system was born And we continued with that system All the way through till 82 When obviously it had to be disbanded And Arnold mm-hmm. left and the gaffer left Bobby Robson left but he he built that up, and he he was very good at constructing. You know, as a manager, you have to do that anyway. But he had the vision to see that's how we want to play, that's what we're going to do, and let's work and work and work on it. And we got better and better, and you know, should have won more trophies, but unfortunately he didn't. But he he could do that because he had the, he had the, uh, the the confidence after the cup one uh, after the cup win mm. to go and do that, and that made him then able to then have the conf- take the confidence then into the England job and then ultimately to Barcelona, ultimately to PSV. And I think also, sorry, yeah. but I sorry. think
7: also that those um, tactical tweaks in Ipswich's success in Europe... That was when it was no- he was noted not just by England mm. but by uh, Barcelona, who tried to who tried to sign him a couple of times as manager, mm. before and and during his time as England manager. So I think that that sort of visionary aspect of his managerial style. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the uh, one was, that did, the, was seen at that point. Yeah, the one that
6: did it was Saint-Étienne in the quarterfinals because they hadn't been beaten at home for a, for years, and Platini and Larios and all these people were playing for for, for etienne It was were going to walk the game and mm. when we won four one in the first leg at their place. So. It was just an amazing, And I think that really shook Europe. That shook the whole of, uh, of of football to say, wow, a team from the provinces has gone out there and smashed yeah. the, the, the French champions.
1: His, great, his great love was, was Newcastle, and, and that comes across in the film. That they, link to his dad and the area is very noticeable. And when they finally do get their man, because to John Hall, this a revelation we won't say, but it's very interesting stuff about the first time they try and get him. But when they finally do get their man, it, it, it went brilliantly well at first. But it's very interesting with Alan Shearer talking about the way it started to go sour for him at Newcastle and a few elements in the dressing room that didn't respect him. And it just struck me watching this, a few of those guys in that dressing room probably looking to make their own way in management around about now. And you think, how do you look back on that now? How do you look back on some of the things that went on Mm. in that dressing room? And would would you like that to happen to you? And that was an older statesman of of British football. Alan
7: Shearer, he doesn't name names, but he's pretty scathing, isn't he? He is pretty scathing. And um, certainly I don't think, robson was particularly forgiving of them and and certainly (laughs) sir john hall now listen sir john hall lays a lot of the blame essentially all of the blame when he talks in the film at the door of those players i mean bobby steadfastly said no i i had control i had control but clearly there were there were differences of opinion on that um, yeah, I, I think, th- yeah, and I, but I think some of the guys you're referring to, a couple of them maybe have publicly gone on record since then. Certainly when Bobby died, I think about the regrets that they had about the way that they behaved at the time. And um, yeah, and look at Newcastle. Newcastle obviously <laughs> have struggled to be anything like the Champions League team that they were uh, since mm. that, that time. Mm. And um, as, say, as Shearer says in the film, uh, I think that decision was hasty.
1: Mm. Uh, the uh, Terry, I mean, it, people, I'm sure they do realise now, I mean, it, be, before sadly cancer finally took him, the, his first bout with it, 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 you know, left sort of fairly deep physical and emotional scars. I mean, he, mm. he, he had that plate, didn't he, which effectively yeah. sort of held his held his cheeks, held his face in, in place that's after the, the
6: first that's, cancer. That's the had. first bit of the film. That's yeah. the, the opening five minutes. <laughs> it hits you right between the eyes. Mm. You know, there's no messing about. The, you know, the guys have done a fantastic job on it, but it hits you and he sort of think, wow, you know, it's not about the football. It's not all about the football. It's about his personal life and about the the horrible experience he had to go through with cancer. You know, and that yeah, it's it's quite descriptive. And they're his own words. He's describing what happened as well. It's whew, it's pretty mind blowing. But it sort of sets the tone then for the rest of the film when you think, you know, he he did all this, you know, not so much the Ipswich and England things, but after that he did a lot of things abroad. Well, he really had yeah. no, no right to be there.
7: It's not, essentially, we did it because, essentially, it's six months later, nine mm. months later, he's got the biggest club job in the world, Barcelona, mm. after, after you know, being told yeah. you've got months to live, Bobby, if you don't overcome this cancer.
2: Wow! And both World Cups, I mean, we're going into a World Cup in the summer. Here. I mean, we'd love to finish semi-final or even quarter-final like we did in 86 and we were unlucky in 86 of course for obvious reasons and you know that doesn't always get recognised what a brilliant job he did for England
7: No, I mean uh, Gary Lineker refers to him as without giving too much away as the greatest English manager of all time as I said that's a controversial one but no you're right uh, Andy I I think um, uh, one of the key things that um, maybe you take from Robson's management style is the way in which he was able to unify a group of players. And that, I think, is the biggest challenge that Gareth Southgate is aware that he's got. Mm. Having been a player uh, at a tournament, one of England's most successful ones since Bobby Robson, 96, you've got to ensure that for six, seven weeks, you've got to do what Terry and those guys did in 1990, be a unit, sacrifice everything. Forget the distractions, forget what transfer move you might be having forget the agent 's call, do what Argentina seemed to be so well at so good at doing. Do what uh, Italy seemed to be so well at doing Germany, and do what that team in ninety were able to do under Bobby, which is sacrifice everything for the for the common cause and, that, and I think Gareth Southgate knows that 's mm. his biggest challenge.
1: How confident are you, Terry, going into to this one from the squad
6: well, i wouldn 't say i 'm confident, I'm not much England after the last two tournaments but. Mm. It's the hope that kills you, I suppose. But no, the, uh, <laughs> I would say I would say I'm, I've got um, expectations. I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to and seeing what just seeing what they do because there'll be a few of the boys who were there in 2014 and few of the boys in 2016, and that, and it's not nice when you come back from a tournament when you've not been humiliated but pretty close. Mm. So there's a lot there's a lot for them to prove um, as England players. But I, I think with as I, as Gables right really it's 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 the unity of the squad being together. We we didn't have iPads, iPhones, and all the other stuff that they have got now, and yep. games rooms, and all that sort of thing. We had Monopoly board and Peter Beardsley. That's who we had. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was enough. So you maybe had, they you, should take that. To they the take, they cup. should take Peter Beardsley along. Take him along. <laughs> yeah. but the thing is, you, we had you had to be together. When, you, you sat together and you talked together. You may have played cards or a card school, things like this, but you, you were together and talking, which is which is fantastic. Hmm. But now they seem to just go back to their rooms because they're in their rooms on their own. It's back to the isolation chamber sort of thing. And back you go. and... You know, they don't mix but Gareth is very much aware of that he's a clever he's a clever guy and he's trying very hard to ensure that they're not bored they are together they understand each other they've got each other's backs and we used to go down to dinner and breakfast and else like that, and, and lunch and we'd sit on the table and you could sit with anybody any member of the squad any member of the staff you could just sit with them and chat to them and it would be fantastic You didn't, you didn't have to sit with your teammates or you didn't have to sit with someone that you knew from squads of years ago you can sit with a new cap you can sit with an old cap you can sit with anyone mm. I think that's I don't know if they do that now. They probably do, but I thought that was really important as well. But it's that togetherness because you know, you've got to take that togetherness out on the pitch when it comes to the World Cup. First two games, yeah, I think Panama, Tunisia, they'll, they'll, they'll do that. And then it's Belgium. And then you can see them where we're going to finish in the group and possibly who we're going to play in the next round. But yeah. I think... Uh,
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
5: I think it's a team that will get better the more uh, the games are played. Subscribe to the Hawksby & Jacobs Weekly Podcast today and get all the highlights of the week delivered direct to you, every Thursday. A Newcastle, I
1: think a Newcastle fan, almost, certainly a Newcastle fan, Tom Houth has been in touch uh, with me via Twitter earlier on and uh, great memory from Tom because he, he points out that the, the reason that uh, Swansea is struggling has got nothing to do with Carver Howe and some of the changes he's made or indeed Paul Clement before him. He said it's not even the players. He said it's the bloke who put a curse on the club. Um, you may remember the call to drive last mm. year if you don't. Uh, this is the reason that this TalkSport listener put a curse on Swansea.
4: Last time we played West Ham, I think it was boxing today, right? A uh, little true story, this is. I was given an inflatable Jesus right by my daughter for Christmas. Uh, I took it to the match, the West Ham game. We were awful. I was waving this Jesus about, this inflatable Jesus. Um, <laughs> my, yeah, my, my, my daughter bought, you can buy them in Amazon. I took it to the game, what would it be, in the day after his birthday? Um, one sitting far away from the chairman, was waving this uh, inflatable Jesus about. The steward come on to me, um, warned me against it. I was letting and I wasn't doing it, you know, to the chairman, I wasn't saying anything or whatever. Uh, but I was warned a few times, as you can imagine, boxing there, had a couple of sherbets. Um, it was in the local paper and everything as well. Now, I put a curse on the swans that day. Um, you know, I've been in touch with Lee Deneen, the directors, since, since it happened, saying that um, if the club apologised to me, I would be willing to lift the curse. They haven't apologised. I haven't lifted, lifted the curse. We've hardly won a home since. Um, so that's part of the reason we're in a lot of trouble.
1: Yeah, part of the reason. Part of the reason, yeah. And, of course, you'll remember your own inflatable Jesus, the one on <laughs> uh, Depeche Mode song. Um, now... Um, we think that um, someone who had a certain amount of notoriety a couple of years back on telly, we think that might be Griff, Richard Griffiths, from the call centre, you may recall, mm. back on BBC3. So we've been trying to track him down today. So um, if if you know Griff, or indeed you are Griff, because he's obviously a talk sport listener, we would uh, love to hear from you today and um, see how you're feeling about Swansea going down, mm. and whether
2: the curse ever did get lifted. Uh, or well, whether they you're haven't gone bit... down yet. Oh, wow. oh, no, no. Do you think... Two things to remember. I remember Chelsea playing Wigan last Hmm. day of the season. They wanted to make a big impression. It was Ancelotti's season. They wanted to score. They were going for records, exactly like City. And they hammered Wigan 8-0. So it can happen. Well, yeah, City, of course, versus Southampton. If they weren't playing anyone else, I'd say, yeah, it's done. But, you know. If they're uh, in the mood. And also, Huddersfield may not get a point. I think they will, but they may not get a point. And then, therefore, you know, Swansea win. It could stay
1: Well wow. It's not done yet. OK, well, in that case, then, even better reason to lift the curse. Oh eight seven one seven double two double three double four. So we're asking after Griff, if you know him. And let's see if we can get him back and uh, he can tell us whether he's prepared to lift the curse.
5: Listen to The Hawksby and Jacob Show live every Monday to Friday afternoon from 1. Broadcasting across the UK on DAB Digital Radio online at talksport.com or via the TalkSport app.
2: Hello, Richard. <laughs> That's Nick in Southampton. As he's pretending to be Richard. I know Richard.
1: <laughs> yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, of oh, course hey. we're loud and clear, loud Marvellous. and clear. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, any regrets now that that curse?
4: Well. You know, I just regret that the club haven't been big enough to apologize really for, you know, what I thought was an outrageous sort of uh, act against myself and Jesus.
2: Yeah, have you <laughs> yeah. lifted the curse though? Go on, lift it anyway. Can you can need... you feel I mean you're a
4: Swansea fan, aren't
2: Come you? On, you don't want them to go down. They've got a chance. They've got a chance of staying up.
4: Well, to be honest with you, obviously, um the Huddersfield game is out of my hands tonight. There's nothing I can do about that. No. Yeah. Um hopefully Huddersfield will lose tonight. Um, that will then give the club... What day is it today? Wednesday, isn't it? Hmm. Um That'll give the club sort of two days, three days to apologise. Um, if they don't apologise, you know, before the weekend, obviously I'll have to speak to, uh, you know, my spiritual advisors. Yeah, of course. With a view to sort of, you know... I, I'm i prepared to... I, you know, they, they know that I'll, I'll lift the curse without the apology, but I'd like them to do it properly because... Um, well, you know, it was Jesus' uh it was a day after his birthday. I was there uh, in uh, you know in good spirits. Pardon <laughs> the pun. Literally, um, yeah. That was that was actually Bob Bradley's last game. He was uh, sacked mm. after that game. It was the West Ham game.
1: So the curse um, did have some positive effect then. Yes,
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, we got Bradley out the door, which was uh, which was necessary. Mm. I don't I don't want our club to go down. You know, I, I've supported them for. F- Forty-five years, you know, and yeah, of um, well, surely.
1: I mean, I know I can understand. I can understand why you're upset with the club as a fan, but surely, it, it, just for the good, you need to you, lift the good of the fans the and the players, game you've got, it. It. You yeah, got, you got to lift it. Yeah, you've got to do anything. it this afternoon. Don't you think? It. Can't you find it? Uh, does it need find a paper ball? We can put you through to the. We can get you through to Rome. We can get you the, onto the Pontiff. We know Paddy Agnew. He's the. <laughs> He's the uh, he, Ricky Pontiff. Ricky Pontiff. Yeah, he works with the Vatican all the time. A, a contact of ours. We might be able to get you through to the big man. And he's a big football fan, of course. Isn't he? The Pope, oh, San very, Lorenzo yeah, supporter. He'll understand yeah. why you're so upset. I think he'd want you to do it. I think. I think uh, the Pope would want this, you to do it, Richard.
4: Uh, yeah, this 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 goes deeper than organized religion. You know, okay. this is. Um, I thought we might. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's football. It's deeper than organized religion. It's it's football, isn't it? Well, it's up to it's, you. Yeah, but you
2: could be the reason they go down.
1: Yeah, I don't want. I don't want you getting hate mail and people giving you a clog in the street in Swansea, or <laughs> no, you go to a game in the championship. And they're saying this is down to you. Uh,
4: well, I, I haven't been back to the ground since. Oh, you really? Know. I I, you know, I I don't feel welcome there. You know, because they haven't apologized. I still presume they think I was doing something wrong. Uh, when I wasn't, you know, I was just sort of celebrating the fact that, you know, we were getting hammered at home to West Ham. I was just trying to, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I was just trying to Lift the mood. exercise the the demons that were in the club already, you know, mm-hmm. with the Bradley situation and everything. But, you know, Hugh Jenkins, Lee Deneen, any of these Americans, they, they could do it privately if they want to call me privately and apologise. Mm. You know, initially I wanted a public apology. If they want to do it privately, that's fair enough, you know. But ultimately, they know at the end of the day that I'll lift the curse. We won't go down. You know, I can give you a guarantee of that. Well, Um, good to hear. And just to let let you into a little bit of a secret Mm. Chelsea will win 3 0 tonight. Right. And we, we will win 2 0 on Sunday. And Arsenal will beat Huddersfield 4-2 on Sunday as well. Only if you
2: lift the curse this afternoon. Yeah, that's and what that's you're going to do. You're gonna have to do. So if so Hugh
1: Jenkins is listening or somebody at the club, Swansea, and maybe we can be the intermediary. They can yeah. come through us and and we can channel it onto you. Let's see if we can make this happen. Uh, you're getting work, though. I think Chris Laker is a Manchester United fan. He said, "I'll give uh, Richard fifty quid for him to head down the Etihad and place a curse on them <laughs> if he wants That's it." That's a good idea. And we should point out, Richard, you uh, people will may know you. We said earlier on from the call centre a few years back on BBC Three, your Griff. They will know you have, won't, won't they?
4: Uh, yes, yes. That uh, that that uh, I'd forgotten about that program. Actually, I've been <laughs> concentrating on my work on Downton Abbey since. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they may remember me for my earlier work. Yeah, they can, they can.
1: People can find you on YouTube, though. You're still doing mm. stuff on there, aren't you?
4: Uh yes, there's a few videos there. So if they go to uh Griff's Lonely Dollar Lectures mm-hmm. um or Griff's Nighty Night. because um, 'cause I'm very much involved in the foot golf game now. Oh okay, um, all right, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, a keen player of foot golf down at the Swansea Foot Golf Centre on Oystermouth Road. Nice. Um They've still got their uh, winter prices, so it's still only £6 for adults, £4 for children. That's very reasonable. Um, reasonable yeah. Very reasonable, Very reasonable. and uh, considering it's
1: practically the summer. Richard, we're going to have to yeah, leave it there. you there. Uh, thank you. Good luck. Let's, let's, let's hope Swansea can do it after you've lifted the curse. There we are, Richard Griffiths, <laughs> the man that cursed Swansea. But he's
5: ducked his heels in, hasn't he? Hawksby and Jacobs Weekly from Talk Sport.
1: So there we are, seven minutes past one, and uh, <laughs> from the pavilion end... Coming off his long run, (laughs) it's Sarfraz Jacobs. (laughs) Uh, Well, Well, uh, Andy, I've got this. I had a better night than you. Congratulations
2: to Tottenham and uh, well done to them. And you get what you deserve in this league and they deserve to be where they are and Chelsea deserve to be where they are. Before
1: you do your thing, let's just... uh, Something you touched on yesterday I thought was a good point, which was about the kick-off times. It did seem strange, considering there was a lot riding on it for both teams, they didn't kick off at the same time. Jan Vertonghen has subsequently said that when they went in at half-time and found Chelsea were losing... They found a little bit more energy. Yeah, of course. Um, it it was odd, wasn't it? That no, it was wrong. That it didn't it kick off. It, it didn't wrong. kick off at the but, same you know. time.
2: That's the way it goes, and so you can't, you know, you can't put it down to that. You can't put it, you know. The, we won't go into all the problems now because there's too many. We'll have a sort. Of, I think next week we'll go through all the teams. I think and look at what they need, what they did yeah. wrong, what they did right. A so, proper autopsy. Yeah, that's the time for this. But I've got uh, a new game for you. It's called You Are the Manager. I've okay, got Paul yeah. Trevelyan to illustrate. That'll be good. We
1: we'll get Paul in, yep.
2: Yeah, the opposition only need a draw mm. to survive. Yeah. They don't have a lot of goals in them. They're only going to sit back and defend for all they're worth. So do you, A, pick your strongest team and try and get the first goal and change their game plan? Mm -hmm. Or do you, B, leave out your best player, change the back three who have recorded a clean sheet against one of the highest-scoring teams in Europe, Mm. Liverpool, change your winning system that won five in a row? What would you do?
1: Well, as a Tottenham fan, I'd go B. <laughs> but I think I think common sense would tell you to go A, really.
2: What did I say? I sent you a text. You I did, know yeah. this manager. I know what he's like. And I said to you... As soon it as was his
1: springtime for Hitler, was as it? As soon as I
2: saw the team, I went... Well, he's obviously panicked. He's thought we might actually finish in the top four. And he doesn't want that to happen because he either would have to stay. That's or a great conspiracy the person, theory. Well, why would you, else would you do that? Oh, but breaking news. Hang on a minute. Breaking news. Uh, Eden Hazard and Olivier Giroud will be fit for Sunday's meaningless clash oh, against Newcastle. Great, They're tremendous. fresh. Yeah. They're fresh for that one. The really important <laughs> one. What a...
1: Well, that was close.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that
1: was like being on the phone and with him. The small. That was very close. I was on the dump button. And then. now
2: you are the ref. You are the ref's appointer.
1: You are the. You ref's are Mike Riley.
2: This is a new. That game. sounds like
1: quite a dull comic yes. strip. You are the ref's appointer.
2: <laughs> you are Mike Riley, and you've got you a, are
1: Mike Riley. I quite like.
2: <laughs> you've got a game where the most, uh, virtually everything. All oh, well, the messages coming sorry. in, Andy. Messages of support. Let me just turn from, this from Lee on. Mason. Saying, watch what you say. Everything. Is on this game. It's about a fifty million pound game for either side. Yep. If you make a mistake uh, against Huddersfield, they're going to lose fifty million. If you make a mistake against Chelsea, mm-hmm. they could miss out on Champions League. Almost certainly will. Fifty million pounds. So you appoint a ref who basically isn't the best. Isn't let's be kind. <laughs> isn't the best referee the best. in the league. Oh yeah. And and what he does is he decides he's not going to give anything because if he gives a decision, it might cause a problem. Eat one way or the other. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to do nothing. And there were occasions last night for both teams where there was a foul and he wasn't going to give it and the linesman flagging like Matt so he gives it. So you know... Yeah. yeah. And he's miles off the play. And miles off the play. I mean, that was just far too big a game for him to handle. I thought it was Who a would big, you have given it to? Well, Andre Mariner or Martin Atkinson. You know, one of the, the <clears> best. We <throat> couldn't. Obviously, Michael Oliver had done the night before. But not John Moss and not him. Okay. It was, it was wrong. You know, it was absolutely wrong. And I'm amazed. I mean, Sky do a great job on their coverage. But I can't understand this obsession with the reporters. I had this with Moose about asking Conte whether he's going to stay or not. Yeah. So, instead of, in the aftermatch interview, instead of asking Conte, why did you change the team? Why did you leave out your best player? All he said to him was, would this be your last game? You think, forget that. He's thinking, all he's going to say is, uh, it's not up to me, it's up to the club, yeah. I don't know. But, you know, it's the same thing. They'll ask him all next week leading up to the cup final, what's the point? He's not going to say he's going to go. He's not going to say he's going to stay. He doesn't even know himself. So, don't ask him that. Ask him questions about football. That might be a better idea. Hmm. It was, uh, it, meanwhile, at, at uh, Wembley, it was an incredibly nervy
1: night. I don't know if you've, you know, but you've watched the highlights back, Andy, a little 10-minute... Have you watched the highlights? Oh, yeah, I saw the highlights, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah was, sure. Newcastle had good chances. That Shelby yeah, played Spurs very in well. in a bad
2: moment. Chelsea could yeah, have put pressure on They just on them. had to
1: find a way of if limping they, over the they'd line. If won that game,
2: it would have put pressure on them. And the Leicester and Spurs have got a bit of history between them. Yeah. Leicester had a good... Coming off a good win last night. Sure. You know. It would have been, it, been it tough. It would have been tough. It mm. would have been exciting. But, you know, now it's the worst last... Day in Premier League history. There's absolutely nothing yeah. on the on the day whatsoever. And you know, it's all decided. You can say academically, you know, but the chances of you know, Brighten when, up, that, fifth no, no when that fifth Man City goal goes in, when that fifth Man City
1: after 70 minutes, we're thinking, "Hello."
2: I love the moment in the analysis. Would Carval
1: keep his job? Say that happened. Yeah. So Swansea were to win, get three goals up. And it was sort of seven. Swansea, uh, to Swansea, Swansea lost seven. Swansea um, can play
2: ten games under Carvalho; they wouldn't score three goals. <laughs> They've only scored, no scored in them the them. last They've six games. Ridiculous! Of and then I love this one. In the analysis last night, the, I can't remember who Chris was. I think it was Chris <coughs> I don't know who, who the analyst. But the, the Sky Man said to him, "Chris, what were you thinking when Murata was cleaned through? Well, probably the same as us. He's going to miss. <laughs> Honestly, talk about Corazon. I worked at Corazon Guisante. You can look that up." Is it, is it clean? Pea heart. Pea heart, really? You think he's one of those, oh. do you? Wizard of Oz situation, <laughs> as Glenn would call it. Really? I mean, really, really, really. When you want people to stand up and be counted, Honestly, yeah.
5: Subscribe to the Hawksby and Jacobs weekly podcast today and get all the highlights of the week delivered direct to you every
2: Thursday. Actually, I've been thinking about this. Local teams, I'd love to see the Dunstable Daredevils play Kings Eleven Putney. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. If we can make it just... That's, that's a very good idea, you know,
1: if you kind of just to make it... Uh, that's a nice idea. I think that would really work, and if we can just... We can change that. We can have a kind of more parochial take on the, uh, on the, on the IPL, as if it was played in this country, <laughs> yeah. uh, in very small towns. Yeah. Yeah, OK. Anyway, well, let's set the listeners, uh, go to work on that. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet J. Uh, you can call him David Goffin if you like, but it completely ruin it for the purposes of this. David Goffin, we call him, the Belgian tennis player. And what a future he could have in TV if he just thought outside the box. Um, He could have his own competitive man versus food style show, says uh, Christoph, called Scoffin' with Goffin'. That's good. You can see that on the food show. The Shenley
2: Super Kings.
1: (laughs) See, there we are, the Shenley Super Kings. Uh, Goffin' me cap, (laughs) says Walter (laughs) Cooper. An in-depth look at the world's hat makers. That's very BBC4. That's a very good show. BBC4. Okay, this is uh, quite convoluted. It's Stuart. He says, what about this one? Um, it's not the goff that carries you off, it's the Goffin they carry you off in. <laughs> a game good. show where David and Darren <laughs> compete to see who can carry a contestant <laughs> the furthest. Uh, well thought out. Yeah, beautifully, beautifully yeah. done. And... Um, Paul says uh, David dons a white lab coat with a professor
2: and discusses hmm. physics in Goffin and the Boffin. <laughs> Goffin and Here the we boffin are. This one for be the good. Science Channel, if there is such a thing. There's a there's a program on World Service tonight at the very odd time of 10:06 p.m. Well, is that, it sounds like the time a dog race would start. <laughs> it's called exactly Assignment China's World Cup Dreams. President Xi Jinping, no, that's not how you pronounce it. Xi Jinping yeah. of China likes a spot of football. In 2011, he said he had three. Dr- dreams he wanted China to qualify for the World Cup he mm-hmm. wanted to host and win a World Cup yeah uh, so that's three yeah but uh, can't you just find 11 players you've got about a billion people <laughs> <laughs> just, just it's 11. A, if only it that easy 11 players only it were that
1: easier to find uh, 11 players what about the Rochester Royals says uh, Andy Nichols <laughs> that'd yeah. be great um, yeah Royal Challengers Bridlington it, 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 it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, sound, sound, doesn't sound doesn't sound quite, does it? does really? quite as exotic does it really maybe that's what the hundred should be it should be that it should be basically using the same name as all the IPL teams but just with British Towns talksport.com text 81089 tweet TSH and J and text to 81089 08717223344 uh, this was a shocker Andy this was uh, happened in um, mm. uh, if, you, if you go and get married at Peckforton Castle in Cheshire they offer you all sorts, and uh, they offer you an owl to bring the rings in. Oh, really? The trained owl. Blimey. But But um, this owl, he was supposed to come in, but he turned on the best man. I don't know what he made with the way he looked at him. I
2: thought but you were going to say this owl turned up about 45 minutes after the ceremony. He'd like been like our, our owl. He'd been in the pub, yeah. <laughs> morning.
1: No, but uh, the owl attacked the best man. Did he? And they now say, did he know
2: something? It, yeah, he yeah. probably did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> giving him evils and looking at the bride, winking at her. Uh, yeah, an owl attacked the best man, mm. and it says he's been axed from weddings. Makes him sound what, like a the best lead. man or the owl. No,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: the owls. Been the owl's axed. been axed. Well, not literally. That'd be no. terrible, wouldn't it? You know, protected species <laughs> and all that. But. Um, yeah, but the owls it won't be doing any more weddings. <laughs>
2: it's not helpful. They the might produce, rock
1: up. producer does private
2: jokes in your ear. Yeah. He's not helpful it's when you're not, trying to broadcast. He may just kind of
1: rock <laughs> up at other events. I don't know. We don't <laughs> want him at christenings with his previous, the owl, do we, really? That's not a good idea. He could be our new manager. Didn't, um, we had a, <laughs> at least he wouldn't have changed the team. There was a bit of a Shades of Brian Ricks at the bridge last night, yeah. Andy. When um, apparently. The Conte's
2: he, trousers fall down. No,
1: time. David Wagner's did. They gave him the bumps as oh, they yeah. do with managers these days. Um and uh, yeah, gave, gave him the bumps, and his keks fell down. Mm. I bet you wish you'd been there to see that. Well,
2: I bet I wish I had. Yeah. I, I didn't want to stay and congratulate Huddersfield on that marvelous. Were well, they up your
1: thing. end? They were at the other end. with their fans? So you didn't have to. be right in yes, front of yes, you, was it? Yes. You know, was, it's it's great. Good.
2: You know, obviously, I don't quite understand celebrating so much. Well, it's a huge by.
1: deal for them. No one gave them a prayer, did they? For their no. sake. So you know, it was it was some achievement, don't you think? Not really. <laughs> I don't. You don't think it was a great achievement for man, them to stay so up?
2: This dreadful year. to watch. They? They're a terrible <laughs> team. They really are. You who know. would
1: you have preferred to stay up then, in for entertainment value?
2: West Brom. I okay. like West Brom. Ask, you know. I've always been a fan of West Brom. Okay. I'd like to have seen them. Stay You'd up. like to see them stay. Up. Yeah. Got friends who support West Brom, but. You know, yeah. don't you think you've been a bit hard-hearted? I, just, uh, I mean, well, you be feeling like yeah, look, unless they No, it's they've a fantastic... You're coming across as a
1: bit bitter, Andy. I,
2: well, I am bitter, but it's a fantastic achievement. There's yeah. no question about it. But you do sort of wonder about the style of play, the way they play. They haven't exactly lit up the league, have they, with their sort of ex- exotic football. You know, <laughs> they're not like... Bournemouth, who try and play in an open style and mm. a, a promoted team, that you know, and I'm sure Wolves will play that way as well. You know, you just do sort of worry, well, you know, what are they going to do next year? They've stayed up, that's brilliant, but what are they going to do next year? They're going to do exactly the same, in my view. And so,
1: they may train I mean, on, they may, they may be, it's unlikely, isn't for it? Tops. I don't know. I mean, you know, a bit more money, another year, yeah, with, so I can't see old... myself. The, and the manager the likes
2: that style. He likes, you know, they, they scored twelve away goals the whole season, you know. Yeah. But that Never was needs must.
1: Home. If they you know, you looked at teams once they've established themselves as Premier League sides, if, yeah. if they can do that, they may they may have a different style, they may develop. Know, as long a as I don't style. have to
2: watch them, that's in it. will be fine. Fantastic.
1: I mean, uh, if you want to send uh, the owner of the, the club a card. Mm. Um, obviously, go <laughs> to one of his shops and buy it first <laughs> because he's winning both ends, isn't he, really? The, yeah, the yeah. owner of the, mm. the card, he owns. He's got a big... It's a card magnate, isn't he, Andy? Is he? Yeah, the, the owner of the, the club, me. that's right. And uh, So go and buy a card from one of his shops and then send it to him. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Are well, you're, gonna be, you're not going to be sending him a congratulations card? I sense not. that. I did sense <laughs> that, yeah. Um, Kenilworth Night Riders and the Sunrisers Harrogate uh, in the posh IPL, <laughs> says David. Um, it's very posh, isn't uh, it? Royal Challengers Ed, That's a good one. Graham in Liverpool. <laughs> Um, Sunrisers Halifax, uh, Barry, and the uh, Kirkhampton Night Riders says shortly in Newham. This is mm. a good league. I think I'd, I'd watch this. Mm. They were playing hundred ball cricket with these teams, and Royal Challengers Bogner says Paul in Romford doesn't quite work. Doesn't work really. No. Okay, yes, you know that mm.
2: if you pay for petrol at the pump, oh yeah, uh, you can it can stop people getting fat. Apparently, <laughs> no. This is what they say. What One of the country's about? leading obesity experts warned that. Shops were so tempting oh, yeah. you know, to buy chocolates and sweets that people who actually go in and pay for their petrol, you, you don't have to buy them, of course. You could actually exercise a bit of willpower. Yeah. But, you know, if you can't do that, it's better to pay. I mean,
1: it's price. a bit much of the idea that people have lacked so much. So they have so little self-control. You're basically, <laughs> you know, wine gums and Mars bars are going to become like cigarettes. Yeah. You have to be locked in a cupboard. <laughs> yeah. So you go to the garage. Yeah, pump number three, please. And if um, you could just <laughs> unlock Fort Knox there. You know would mind a packet of fruit pastels nice you know have a bit of self control
2: <laughs> health warrior. really.
1: You can pass sweet without eating offer, them, for goodness' I have sake. I'm happy to offer a picture of my stomach as a health warning to people. Yeah, that's eat too right. much. <laughs> we we'll just do a close-up on every packet of, on every Mars bar packet of pasties to a close-up. Close of Andy's derby. <laughs> you He like, yeah.
2: looked like I was. I had a, carrying a cannonball.
1: That's <laughs> <last laughs> really like you've you've scored a hat trick and you put the ball up your shirt.
2: <laughs> Andy's permanently scoring hat tricks at that's the moment. Me, yeah.
5: Hawksby and Jacobs weekly
2: from Talk Sport. Uh, good picture of Arsene Wenger this morning uh, coming out of the sea. and uh, Yeah, you know, what, like Ursula and Anderson, Dr. You no. Know, more Daniel Craig. It says here Arsene Wenger admits he's not quite Daniel Craig's 007 when donning a pair of trunks. And that's one of the reasons why he'll pick the turf over the surf when he exits Arsenal. That's not one of the reasons. This is because he likes football yeah. and not coming out of well, the I, sea. I, 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 you've
1: got to give him a bit of poetic license there. I think, you know, you'd be a bit tough. But also,
2: I always use that picture of him
1: coming down a slide off the side of a oh, boat. Yeah. Yeah. When he was on holiday, I know. It's I mean, no can't. one can do that elegantly, can they? It's well, fun. Even Daniel Cray couldn't look good when he, he basically came <laughs> yeah, down he, the slide. He wouldn't
2: on, off the side of a boat, mm. would he? And it's brilliant of the Coates <clears throat> family to blame Mark Hughes and his mm. deals. And presumably, they they signed off on them, or did did he write the checks? Well, as well? I, I I
1: don't know. <laughs> um, obviously, they must have taken a certain amount of guidance oh, from the manager. That, I don't yeah. think they made... I went out and scattered them and made the <laughs> signing. So you know, he probably has to pay. Mm. Take some of the blame. And you,
2: you can, uh, the Legoland have got the Lego royal family just in time for the course uh, they have, yeah. wedding. And uh, yes, uh, they've got Meghan Markle's parents. I'd say that uh, they need a few more bricks for Meghan's dad. A bit I think it could Don't split. start <laughs> Meghan's dad. <laughs> and the Queen, she needs a few less bricks because she's somehow taller than it. I know it's She's like Crouchy, is she, isn't it? Is she in, quite the, in the, the team group. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at her. Look how tall she is. Yeah, some taller than, than, than Prince Philip, which is quite odd. Yeah, that's yeah, the scales all over the shop, isn't it? <laughs> it's really? not right, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. Did you know that Motti, who of course does his last game, we hope to speak to him later this if week. If we
1: can, yeah, we'll try and track him down later it's, in the uh, week. It's
2: his last game this week and there's going to be a tribute night to him and everything. Mm. But in the, Sunday, in the Times diary today, they uh, reminded us that uh, in 1972 Olympics, John did canoeing. Did he really? I don't remember. He said <clears throat> it's just, As a Brit floated past upside down, he said... I don't want to be pessimistic, but British hopes seem to be fading fast. <laughs> not,
1: wow, not yeah. That's a bit of understatement. I don't though. remember him doing the canoe. I don't remember him doing the canoe. Because Barry would often turn his hand. He'd do a bit of, well, I- he the a ice, bit of ice. famously did yeah. the ice. Not he'd, the ice hockey. hockey. Did ice
2: dancing as well. He used to do a bit of that. Yeah, didn't but but hockey was his favourite. Hockey, who, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who cares about <clears throat> the Germans and all that, wasn't
1: it? That was, a... that was the, they were, you know, Alan Weeks, a great old BBC commentator, was another mm. one who would sort of, multi- he'd go off and do a bit of Winter Olympics oh, and yeah. a bit of football. Triple Salco
2: and a double Lutz. Yeah, that's right. Yeah
1: we obviously remember some of it he didn't
5: do it in vain clearly (laughs) subscribe to the Hawksby and Jacobs weekly podcast today and get all the highlights of the week delivered direct to you every Thursday so there we go uh, the first of You're still the, with us, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they didn't dip out.
1: So that's the first of the mm. weekly podcasts over the coming weeks. We'll be giving you a bit of added value.
2: Oh yes, we go, we're we're going to bring back some some of the great stuff that we used to do in the very early days of the show. We're
1: going to recycle, we? aren't we? Well, it'll yeah. be
2: it'll be a new version of it because we we don't know what we said at the time. So yeah, I think we're going to be. And starting I think with... quite
1: a lot of the people that would have listened in those days they're probably dead by now. <laughs> they probably so, are. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably good that
2: uh, maybe the.
1: Their kids and their grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, we've been here that long. Yeah. We'll get a chance to a enjoy of, things like uh, keep fit with Graham Williams and and Gareth Chilcott. A bit of Gareth Chilcott, to yeah.
2: Start with so that should be fun.
1: And so we'll bring you some of the better bit of Fred Truman. So yeah. um, John Arlott, John Arlott. So yeah, uh, some of the sporting greats, and we'll bring you those as well as the uh, best of the week's output. So there we yeah, are. And
2: of course, during uh, Wimbledon, we'll bring you better tennis with John Newcomb.
1: Better tennis with John Newcomb <laughs> yeah. of course. Uh, still the world champion of tennis <laughs> all these that days. Is. On anyway, that's all to come. But for now we hope you enjoyed the first of the weekly podcast we'll be back with you next Thursday and
5: uh, thanks for downloading us as always Listen to the Hawksby and Jacob show live every Monday to Friday afternoon from 1 broadcasting across the UK on DAB digital
2: radio online at talksport.com or via
5: the TalkSport app
2: Are we going to ask Gareth Chilcott who his favourite Swansea player was?
1: Well I think we could, Gareth Chilcott of course the uh, memorable England uh, rugby player mm. and um, well I think he's going to join us now to tell us uh, who his uh, favourite Swin- uh, Swansea player is? How are you? <laughs> well, which one though? <laughs> which one of the brothers uh, is his favourite? Do we know? as he say? How are you? No, he just no, he says, just says like the to, surname. That's, that's right. How are you?
0: Yeah, <laughs> kind of works.
2: It sort of works.
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.